Restoration Week 2021. I'm Jay Rogers. I'm And, uh, you know, something that uh, is interesting, at least to me, is that uh, we are about to get the first rescue dog uh, <laughs> as first uh, pet. So, yes. so uh, congratulations to uh, Major Biden upon being <laughs> the uh, first rescue pupper. And, you know, I, th- I would say that, and I start off with that because, I mean, this has been a very divisive election, and I just wanted to start off with something good and positive. So, <laughs> Because people like dogs? Yes. Well, most people. Most like people do. Dogs. And I don't want to meet people who don't, so. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Uh, they're, uh, depending on when you're uh, hearing this, they're planning on having in a something called an inauguration for major <laughs> that's a ad- doggable it is isn't it isn't that very adogable adogable so uh, uh for those of you out there who also have rescue pups as we do um you mm-hmm. know you can uh i don't know you can also celebrate your own pup why not oh our dog gets celebrated every day oh she does she uh <laughs> she runs the house pretty much yeah even though she's got a cone on right now mm. because uh well she decided that her paw was really tasty or something i don't know but uh i don't know yeah so she has this cone on her i've i've taken to calling her the lampshade <laughs> i call her a little waffle cone yeah you do yeah which is which is apt because with the cone on she doesn't she can't navigate very well so no, she's she constantly bop, bopping into things. So it's she like, is. It's waffle as in like, oh, okay. it's a double meaning. It is. It's a double entendre indeed. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, you got to love a double pun dog insult. You do. <laughs> she's taken to, uh, well, she tries to come in our room and I have the bottom three uh, drawers in our bureau. Mm-hmm. And whenever she walks by, she manages to open the fourth and fifth, so my top two uh, drawers. So I go there, and I see the drawers popped out, and I'm like, I don't think I have the, that many uh, old T-shirts that uh, it's unable to close, do I? Yeah. You know? So, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, uh, we're hoping that uh, within a week or two, well, she'll be uh, back. Things know. will be back to normal. I don't know. I, I tried over the weekend to take it off. And yeah, that went horrible. It did. So it's like now it's got to heal all over again. But yep. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, that all started with an inauguration coming up on <laughs> Wednesday. I think it's the, uh, I'm not, I forget the name of the animal shelter where uh, uh, Major was adopted from, but um, it's somewhere in Delaware. I know that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have that information. But they were the ones who were planning on having an inauguration on uh, Wednesday. And I think that's just celebrate uh, something we could celebrate nationwide. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Our first inauguration. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's probably about as close to politics as we'll get uh, here on Lunch Chat. Just because, yeah. you know, it's been one of those years where it's very much... Uh, you know, it yeah. used to be like somebody disagreed with you and you yeah. were like, ah, all right, fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like you were a little bit aggravated, but you were like, well, that's your opinion. Yeah. And now it's just so polarized. It People is. will get angry. Mm-hmm. And violent. Yes. You know, it's it's very much become not only a blood sport, but, all right, we're from New England. And up uh-huh. here, you know, uh, it's, well, there are two factions. At least there were in the past. Uh, yep. You're either a Red Sox fan or you were scum. <laughs> Okay. Particularly if you're a Yankees fan. And those two groups would go at it. And that's what this reminds me of. Like, oh, the Red Sox-Yankee beef? Yeah. No. Except, uh, you know, no Yankees or Red Sox ever took over the capital that I'm aware of. So, Or you could be like, you know, the entire NFL versus the Dallas Cowboys. Right, exactly. Because nobody likes Dallas Cowboys. No. And it used to be the New England Patriots nobody liked. Well, for a couple of decades. But then before, <laughs> I think before that, because that's I can remember. because they cheat. Yeah, true. But before that, you're right. It was Dallas, and it looks like it's back to Dallas again. So, yeah. Sorry for those uh, relatives I may have in Texas who are upset by it, but since uh, I'm pretty sure you're not listening anyway, it doesn't much matter. <laughs> I like your aside. Uh, let me let me um, yeah. Just go off on a, a a little different path. All right. Right now, because I got a very interesting text. 
Saturday night. Yes. Right? What? Now, huh? What? Well, I will tell you. All right, thank you. I will, however, just need to set the scene for just a moment. All right. Okay. Now, <clears throat> my parents live, they've lived in the same house since I was about one year old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they've been there for quite a while. Okay. Now, growing up, I never had an issue with the house. Yep. Okay. There was never anything. I never, you know, experienced anything. I never thought of anything. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, when I got a little bit older and then I moved to, um, my room was moved to the far side of the house. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, in the middle of the night, if I had to get up and go to the bathroom, I would hate walking past the living room mm -hmm. area. Because there's no way around it. You have to walk past it. Right. Right? And, um... Is this going to be a spook story? It is. It's, a, it's kind of a... Well, not really. It is, right. but it isn't. All right. So I never really experienced anything. A mm -hmm. friend of mine claims, when he was on his way back from the bathroom... Walking back to my room, he got, like, a hand on his shoulder when there was nobody there. Okay, yep. Um, which I don't... I, I, I want to believe him because I, he's an honest person, but I don't know. Like, I wasn't standing with him, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I do know he flew back into my bedroom. Okay. Like, his feet never touched the ground. Right. And he was legitimately freaked out. Okay. So And he's not that good an actor. <laughs> so... <laughs> And two seconds after him telling me that story, something fell off my wall. Really? Yeah. All right. So there's that. And there have been a couple of times, but, and I think I can explain this one away. There have been a couple of times, like, where I've been laying in bed at, at the house way back, you know, obviously mm -hmm. when it was my room, and I heard my name. Yeah. And I'd go out into the living room, well, not menacingly, just like, hey, Dara. Like, hey. Yeah. And I would go out in the living room and I'd be like, did you call me? Were you calling me? Yeah. And, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I like, I like the scoff uh, yeah. in the tone. Yeah. So, no, like. No, why would I call you? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you crazy? Right. <laughs> There's nothing you can do for I've me. I've got no, yeah. I've got no so, reason to talk to you. And I remember one time specifically, um, I had. I used to do this thing, and you do it often, Yeah. where uh, you're in bed and your alarm goes off and you shut the alarm off, and then you just kind of lay there for a couple of minutes, Yep. try to like wake up. I don't do that anymore. Okay. I'm either getting up or I'm resetting the alarm or whatever. Yeah. I don't trust myself because there have been way too many times I've fallen back asleep mm -hmm. solid. Yep. So this one time my alarm went off. And I got up and I shut it off and I thought, I'm just going to lay down for like two minutes, mm -hmm. right? And I laid down and then I heard my name, like, terror! And then I open up my eyes and I look and it's like five minutes past the time I was supposed to leave for work. Oh, geez. Okay. And I went, oh, no. Yeah. And I mean, you could say that that was like my own like subconscious. Like, yeah. hey, wake up. You're yeah. asleep. Wake up. Yep. So... And I don't I don't trust things when you're when you're kind of in that twilight stage, right. so we say. So anyway, and I can say with, I remember Jay used to stay at the house uh, when I lived there, and you would not like walking past the living room in the middle of the night mm -hmm. either. He would say like, "There's a lot of shadows." Yeah. <laughs> it's very dark. It's very shadowy. It is. So, which is amazing because it has this bay window that yeah, looks on the street. Window, yeah, yeah. It, but I, I don't know. So, um, having said all that, I did try to set up um, like a digital recorder thing. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is that I, you hear things on. I heard things on it, but I'm like, it's nothing that I can definitively say one way or another because I wasn't there. Like, I can't say, oh, that's the door. Oh, the chair is moving. Oh, that's this, that, and the other right. thing. Like, it's, it's very difficult if you don't, if you're not there to experience anything because mm -hmm. you can't debunk anything right. personally, right. right? So, I kind of, there we go. My mic was kind of going a little wonky. So, bless you. Thank you. So, 
I should. I was going to say I should edit that out. I, it's too late now. Uh-huh. So anyway. Especially since I have another one coming. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, give me, give me a heads up. I'll edit uh-huh. that one out then. So, so that brings us anyway to the text that I got Saturday night. All right. right? My, oh, and one aside. My niece had one time spent the night in the, the very, the, the spare bedroom, mm-hmm. the back room, which used to be my room and my sister's room. We yeah. shared a room. Okay. And she had an issue with the alarm clock just randomly going off. Okay. But it would be like the clock radio. Right. The clock radio kept going off. And then they unplugged it. station? Yeah. And then they unplugged it, and it went off again. Okay. That kind of thing. And it was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, nothing really has happened, but she was spending the night there Saturday. Okay. Now I'm just, I have to go in because um I have to go into my my text because I want you to, I want to get it right. Okay. Okay. Now Tara's not told me this. No, and <laughs> even Saturday night we were watching something and I didn't I didn't mention it. So uh, This is news to me. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering if now this is my parents' house or if it's something else. But anyway, she said sleeping over grandma's went potty. Then I thought I heard Enzo in the kitchen, so I went to the kitchen, but he is in his room. So I tiptoed back to the back room. That's the bedroom there. And uh, going faster past the living room and faster when I got into the back room because it felt so creepy and now I can't sleep. Okay. (laughs) So the basis of that text was she thought her brother was in in the kitchen. Right. She went into the kitchen. Yeah. Presumably to either try to scare him or catch him making food. Yep. And he was not in the kitchen. Are you sure you don't have, like, a, an unknown sibling living in the walls <laughs> that you don't know about? No. <laughs> Time no. to feed her fish heads. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. the Simpsons, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just wrote back, and I wrote I gave her back an LOL, and then I said, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not there. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, even if I was there, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I've never experienced anything. And then when I was going to set up the digital recorder, I had said something to my sister. And apparently, uh, when we were children, mm-hmm. she used to hear walking up and down the hall. Okay. And the thing about that is, is that when I said something to my brother about it. Yeah. He confirmed it without knowing she had said that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I said, well, I'm setting up a thing. And then I said, eh, you know, my sister's name is Kelly. Kelly thinks maybe she had heard something. And then he said, oh, yeah, I used to hear walking up down the hall. Mm-hmm. The only difference being is that he said it sounded like a child. Okay. And my sister said it, it sounded like stomping, like an adult. All right. You sure it wasn't just a kid stomping? <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. What was it like living on a house built on top of an Indio burial ground? <laughs> I didn't think we were. Did yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I've never. But here's the thing, though. It's like I would love to experience something. I've never experienced anything. Well, apparently you have. Either that, or you've built up a low-level resistance to it from living on top of Spook Central your whole <laughs> life. Now, I I'd never had any of this happen at my house, but. <laughs> I lived on something called Peter Pond Court, which was uh, built on an old uh, pond that they had filled in. Oh, so fun. It was reclaimed. So the worst we would have had was uh, constant flooding in the basement because they didn't seal it right. We had more to worry about from poor building st- uh, yeah, yeah. You know, quality than you know any actual spooks mm-hmm. or anything. So, Right. Yeah. I remember um, when we were dating. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Jay decided one random day that he was going to rewire a bunch of outlets in his, in his living room. Yeah. And it's like, so you went and you turned the power off and you're trying to rewire the thing and your mother was yelling at you. (laughs) (laughs) But again, not spooky. No. Not like your house. Hey. Which apparently, well, you're the one telling us all these uh, creepy ghost stories. But nothing ever happened, and I would love for something to happen to me. Well, nothing ever happened. Well, to apparently me. stuff did. It's just not as you know, just not poltergeist. 
mean, what do you want to happen? Blood running from the something, walls? I want something definitive. I okay. want something definitive that is without question. Yeah. Right? Because hearing my name when I'm in sort of a twilight sleep right. isn't good enough. No. Because that could be just my own brain. Right. Right? Right. Something falling off the wall, well, as my friend's telling me that he got grabbed, mm-hmm. yeah, that's something, but it also could be just something falling off the wall. Right. It fell off a nail. Who yeah. knows? Right. Especially if your house was built to the same low standards as mine was. <laughs> well, no, it was built pretty well. Okay. Now, see, I had, when I was in uh, college, I had a girlfriend. No way! Not. I know. It is a shock. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just the way that you said that was I, so sad. Uh, you were like, I had a girlfriend. Well, my college <laughs> life was pretty sad. Um, uh, same. Yeah. And, uh, well, I spent all my time at the college radio station. Um but uh, she had this thing called sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. But we didn't know what it was. And actually, at the time, I had never heard of this phenomenon. Yeah. So what it is is she thought that when she was uh, trying to sleep, she would wake up and she said it was a demon on top of her chest. I um, I can confirm mm-hmm. because I've had uh, two, at least two yeah. uh, instances where that has, not the demon, yeah. but sleep paralysis has happened to me okay and it's essentially like you're waking up you're awake mm-hmm. but your brain like it hasn't sent the signals to your body right that you're awake right so you can't move anything yeah you can't speak mm-hmm. you can't the only thing you can do is like you can blink obviously yeah. um and i just remember like i couldn't it was it was almost like having earplugs in. Like the only thing you heard, the only thing that I heard, was my heartbeat. Okay. It was like, T-t-t-t-t-t-t. and I just kept thinking like, okay, I have to calm down because right. I, for me it seemed like my heart was going just mm-hmm. a, a way too fast. Probably because uh, you were uh, paralyzed. Yeah. yeah, and That's gotta be you scary. do you do hallucinate. Okay. You do. I yeah. saw uh, somebody in a corner. All right. And something like above the bed kind yeah. of thing, and it, it's very uh, cons- like disconcerting, right? And because, and especially because you can't. <laughs> what what I had tried to do was it happened when we were living in Taunton. Mm-hmm. It's actually the two times that it happened to me, we were living in Taunton. Of it course, has, it has not happened since we left. No, because that building was <laughs> something else. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the thing that's concerning is that I wanted, and if I had all my capacities, I would have reached over and said, Jay, do you see that thing above the bed? Yeah. Do you see that black mass? Because it was like a black mass. Okay. <clears throat> do you Very see that metal. thing standing in a corner? It was like a, a a guy standing in a corner with like those those old school like... A fedora? F- yeah, those old school like detective type hats, yeah. those fedora type hats. Like, hey, how are you? Did it it say press on the side of it? No, no. No, he was just kind of standing there staring, and I was like... (gasps) And the thing that you want to do is reach over and tap your significant other and say, hey, do you see that? Right. (laughs) Because if you don't see it... I don't see. (laughs) Then I probably shouldn't be seeing it either. Yeah. You know, but you don't have the the ability because your your body's still in REM sleep. Right. So you can't reach over and be like... Hey, um, yeah. do you see that, or is that just me? Right. <laughs> you Maybe know, it's... the the one thing that did calm me down, yeah, fairly quickly, was that, um, the at the time I cigarette and no, the at the time I had a cat, yeah, and she was curled up laying on the bed, and I I just kept staring at the cat, and I'm like, okay, if. Because animals supposedly are very in, in tuned to that yeah. kind of thing, right? As they feel like, hey, I'm uncomfortable. Yep. So I just kept thinking, all right, if the cat is calm, then there's there's probably nothing there. Right. Right? Yeah. And that was, I was able to, like, my heart slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Because it was like, yep. So I was like, okay, she's calm. Yes. There must be nothing there. I'm, you know, this is what's happening. Right. Right. So really, this was just an overlay. Your uh, mind was overlaying something on reality. Nah. 
But it's it's weird because people um when usually whenever I hear of people who are like, I was probed by aliens Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> You had sleep paralysis. Right. I can tell you right now because right. it's it's a hallucinate thing. Okay. I mean, people have seen uh demons and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And the heavy chest feeling is like I, I when you can't move yeah. and you panic. Yep. You're like Oh God. Mm-hmm. Like it feels that way. Okay. Now, see, I don't suffer that. So, I think, it's, I mean, once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. No, it, you sure are. Yeah. It <laughs> takes was... me a long time. Then I flip-flop around uh, like do. a fish out I of water. Yeah. I'd like to, uh, if I had the capacity, I would slap, uh, strap you down. Thanks. Well, because. I know I get it from yeah. my family. Because I remember uh, seeing my, uh. Uh, we went to a nursing home one Christmas and yeah. seen my grandmother uh, in bed, mm-hmm. and she does the same thing I do, where we kind of like cross our legs at a ninety degree angle, and then the other leg is kind of held up like an apron. That is bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and he, Jay yells at me all the time that I, you know, apparently I am the cover. Yeah. The person who takes Cover all the thief. blankets. Yes. But you whip them all off and cross your legs and do all kinds of weird stuff. So that's how they all end up on my side. Uh-huh, sure. It's sure. like, what am I supposed to do? Blame me flip-flopping around while I'm asleep. Now, did you know she did that before you saw her do it? Um, maybe a long time ago because I used to stay over there a lot as a kid, mm-hmm. you know? So it would be like if my uncle was away, you know, we'd, uh, you know, like I'd go into his bed. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember one summer night, because uh, they have this old window fan. Mm-hmm. And it must have been from my grandfather's shop, because it's not a normal box fan. This thing is the entire width of the window. It's like a, a gray uh, mm-hmm. backing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it looks like there should have been a mesh behind it, but there wasn't. So <laughs> yeah. there was one in front of it, thankfully. And it's one of those things where you notice uh, in the uh, summertime, if you look at the light bouncing off the fan blades, like it's, it looks like you can see the pattern like slow down and then starts to oh, yeah, go yeah, backwards. Yeah. I love That's that a, phenomenon. Yeah. That's a very weird phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. So... I actually think, you know, I must have been like, I don't know, five or six or maybe a little older. But, you know, mm-hmm. like she was in bed with me. And, you know, so probably it was, you know, probably uh, saw it then. Actually, one night I remember all of a sudden we see fire engines go by. Yeah. And like, what's going on? So we uh, go out and walk down the street. And one of her what neighbors. Is this? is this the middle of the night? Yeah. Well, We're just walking like, down the street in the middle of the night? No, because we saw fire trucks. Oh, so you had to be looky-loos. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Oh. And we saw this house burn down. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fire department was out there trying to, you know, battle it. And, you know, a bunch of people from the neighborhood were all standing around looking. <laughs> now, that takes me to what happened on Friday, which I don't nah. know what, but uh, our neighbors. Yeah. Uh, I came back from getting burgers. Mm-hmm. And I go on our street. Now, when I had left the street, I saw a police uh, vehicle blocking the intersection, which is just up the road from us. And okay. I saw a, yeah, and I saw at least one ambulance uh, go by to head out there. So I'm guessing there was some car accident. But then when I uh, came back home from picking yeah. up dinner, I see no less than two regular police vehicles outside our neighbor's house, our next door neighbor with their lights on. Mm-hmm. And there was one in front of a, a, another vehicle. It looked like it could have been a, an unmarked cruiser right in front of I our yard. I suspect that it was unmarked, and, yeah. Yeah. And then I look in the lawn in the daytime, the, you know, on Saturday morning and there are tire tracks going up. So I don't know if there, they were being naughty over there or... <laughs> would be naughty or if somebody ended up like trying to do a you know tried to run and ended up on my neighbor's lawn or something i, I don't know why uh i don't know i know that um i re- i have a secondary podcast that i was recording yeah and when and we had wrapped up and we had wrapped up 
it feels like we had wrapped up not long before mm-hmm. you got home. Right. And I didn't pay much attention to my friends uh, leaving. Okay. I just, you know, went about my business and uh, patiently was waiting for you. Yes. And a few minutes before you walked in, my friend texted me. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> apparently, I'm trying to see the... Uh, the text, he said, uh, it's one long sentence, so I, <laughs> I, I assume he was doing speech to text. Try to find out what's going on up your street. Now, six houses away, so he was driving home. Yep. Uh, you have a police car out front for the back of the driveway over there. I don't know what that means. Nor do I. <clears throat> and some other lights flashing through. Cannot see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Before I left your, I have no, there it is. Before I left your house, a police cruiser passed Joe when he left right before me and pulled up right behind my car at the end of the driveway. So I suspect that was the unmarked car that had pulled behind him. And he said it went by very slowly, then about a minute later went past your next door neighbor's house and turned around. Mm. So I feel like they had, he had kind of like, he had slinked past them, the unmarked car, and then yeah. turned around and came back right. to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I had said something about um, that the that you had just gotten home and that there was a car parked out where my trash bins usually are. Right. And he said, yeah, after the cops slowed Joe down out in the street. Oh, so that makes it seem like they were already, they were out there and they were yeah. keeping traffic. Uh, out in the street, he totally blocked my car as if he's looking for somebody. Mm. I didn't move or get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote me back and he's like, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm just going home. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave me alone. I just got here. So I don't know. The fact that it seems like they were looking for somebody adds a little bit of mm. weight to what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we haven't heard anything about what's going on. So oh, no. no. We probably won't. Oh, no. Probably not. No. I'm a member of the news media. I deserve to know. <laughs> the people have a right to know. <laughs> don't you know who I am? I don't even know who I am. I can't stand when people say, uh, don't you know who I am? Yeah, because I know uh, you've uh, run into somebody yeah. semi-moderately sort of famous who yeah? has said that to you. Oh. He's a me- he was a member of a uh, Boston-based uh, oh, rock Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Joe Perry thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, he... <laughs> it wasn't so much, don't you know who I am? It was like, are you serious? And yeah. then I was like, well, it's policy. Yeah. Basically, what happened was... Um, I don't know if I've told... I'm sure I've told this story before, but... Just to do a quick recap, I used to work for the Warner Brothers store in Braintree, Massachusetts... And Joe Perry, uh, who is, what is he, guitar, I think, at Aerosmith, mm. he uh, had sure. come in, and I had actually helped him on the sales floor, and I didn't even know it was him, Yeah. Um, because that's just not something that I know. Right. And yeah. <laughs> that is not in the book of things that I know. Right. You're not down with the Aerosmith. It's, uh, not but. Not knowledgeable of the not Aerosmith. Really. Yeah. Not really. I don't know enough to be able to pick them all out of a lineup, no. Right, exactly. So, anyway, I had helped them on the sales floor, and then I got called up to ring, which you know they were desperate because I, I'm i really the last person that you should call <laughs> yeah. up to ring. Anyway, uh, so I was helping them, and he handed me a credit card, and it wasn't signed, and store policy was. Yep. If a customer hands you a credit card and it's not signed, you have to ask for ID. Right. Well, I mean, that's the, I'll actually write on the backs of mine, C-I-D. Uh-huh. Something my mother used to do. And, you know, like once in a blue moon would you actually get somebody who would do that. I But I've read that if you don't sign it, yeah. then you're not, like, it, it almost invalidates the card. Right. Because you're not entering into the contract with mm-hmm. the thing. Like, part of the contract is you have to sign the back of the card. Right. But anyway... Well, I uh, do, and then I write C-I-D off to... <laughs> Thankfully, I don't have a long name. Yeah, no, you don't. No. You don't. 
So I had asked him to see his ID, and he was like, seriously? And I said, yeah, sorry, bud. Yeah. Policy. He's like, okay. So he just handed me his license, and I just matched the thing real quick, and then I said, okay, here you go. And I finished what I was doing. It was my boss who was very upset with me. Okay. Because I, you know, don't you know who that is? No. No. Why? Yeah. She said, oh. Is that Marky Mark? (laughs) She lived in the town that most of these guys lived in, so she knew who he was. Do they still live there? I thought they all lived in California now. Uh... I think I think uh, Tyler occasionally lives in California. Yeah, I, I, I thought like every one and everything mm-hmm. who's moderately famous no, or they more, still, they all live out in California. They still maintained a, a residence. Okay. Yeah. But and then it's funny is um, a few years later, a friend of mine was uh, coming out of a Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. and the guy ahead of her. She turned to a friend and said, that guy looks just like Steve Tyler. Yeah. And he kind of looked back, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and got in his car. It was Steve Tyler. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very odd-looking man. I don't Is know it? how anybody could mistake anybody else for Steven Tyler. I don't know. Yeah. He looks very strange. So what do you think of Liv Tyler, then? Does she look strange? I I don't know, I guess. I mean, you saw her in uh, That Thing You Do. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't particularly think she's a great actress, but that's just me. Okay. All right. So anyways, no, he, he didn't, he didn't specifically say, don't you know who I am? It was just like, really? Yeah. Cause usually by that point, hopefully, uh, if it's somebody who you, whom you should know who they are, they've already gotten past that. You know, what was funny is I was reading, um, cause there's a, uh, Brit, British show that I like was well, like he's involved in three of the shows that I like, and is he, he's a British actor named Reese Shearsmith. Right. And Reese, um, <laughs> the thing, the thing about him is that like he, uh, a lot of people don't like to approach him because they think he's very grumpy. Okay. And um, but he says he just always looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, eh. he goes, I don't mind when people come up to me, but I'm really happy when they leave. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yep. And um, he was doing something, and he tweeted out, like, oh, I have to wait and, and do this thing. And then somebody said, well, why don't you just tell him, like, don't you know who I am, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he tweeted back. He goes, nobody worth a damn knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's like, and nobody cares. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We actually, over the weekend, watched more of his show. Yes. Because two, uh, well, we watched that show, and then we uh, binged on another show this past weekend. The uh, latest season of Disenchantment. Yeah. So. I don't, they, they did the third season. I mean, I, I feel, I really feel like I'm in the minority on this, but I like Disenchantment. I, I think it's, it's a good me. show. Yeah. And I've, I read a review Saturday morning which said that they should really get to be, uh, you know, get more with the jokes and less uh, making it like Matt Groening's other divisive show, Futurama. Like, this is this person's opinion that Futurama is divisive. Is which, it? Which is the first time I'd ever heard anybody say anything bad mm. about Futurama. Well, I Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't... Um... Well, I... You know, my my original gripe with Futurama wasn't so much the show itself. Right. It was the fact that I had an axe to grind with Billy West. Right. (laughs) Who has since, I do believe, um, made amends, at least in my eyes. Yeah. Well, do you want to go into that? Not really. Okay. Not really. He he had said some things and, and done some career moves that I thought were less than scrupulous. Right. And, um... He has since come out and, and said that, you know, he, <laughs> it's that they, I was just following orders. It's yep. that kind of excuse yeah. he was giving, which isn't a, a really good excuse. Right. But. Well, when they hold a contract over your head, like the sort of damages, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, uh, so the third season of Disenchantment came out. Yes. What was it? Friday? Mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. 
Only took us about two days to get through it. Right. (laughs) And that was because we started Friday night. Yeah. Had it been all Saturday, we would have gotten through it no problem. So... I like Disenchantment. It's um. It's grown on me. It really has. It? Yeah, I think the second and third seasons are better than the first season. Really? Yeah. See, I thought the first season was good. I thought the second season was well, great. The first season, you know, you're setting things up, and that's right. always a problem with like the first episode of a series or the first season is it's trying to find its legs. See, I I was ex- trying to explain that to a friend of mine because. Yeah. I said, usually if I try a show, yeah, I will try to go at least two to three episodes in. Because right. I think by the second or third episode, the writers have usually found their niche. Yeah. Um, the characters are a little more established. Mm-hmm. You get a better feel for the, the show and where your plot lines are going. Right. And um, it, 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 he, he kind of disagreed with me because he said, all that... <laughs> He said, "Well, you know, all that should be worked out in the pilot." And Not I said, "And I said that's what I said." And I said, "Sometimes a lot of things change yeah. between the pilot and your first actual episode." Right, exactly. And uh, and pilots, you know, sometimes aren't aired. Right. Sometimes you have an unaired pilot, and sometimes they shoot it, and then they have to shoot it again. Right. I know. Change in, out in, characters or right. Actors I know and in actresses. the original Big Bang Theory. Yeah. The, the the neighbor, the Penny character, was yeah. much meaner. Right. And it was a different actress, and they ended up going with a different person, and, mm-hmm. and it completely changed the tone of the the pilot. Right. Um, this is because uh, he was telling me that he started watching um, Community. Okay. The show Community, and that was a show that, my goodness, everybody told me, that I, I had to, to watch, yeah. right? And in my heart, I wanted to like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Chevy Chase, yeah. uh, Ken Jeong, um, uh, John Oliver, yep. uh, Donald Glover, who I have nothing... I, Donald Glover, his stand-up's all right. I recently actually saw the Solo movie. I thought he did a pretty good job. Okay. But uh, it's just, I don't like the dynamic of um, when you have a main character, and let's just say that it's a... In this instance, it's Joel McHale, yeah. who I'm not a fan of anyway. Okay. But I said, all right, well, maybe I can like this despite him. Right. And in the first episode, he asks this beautiful... I guess he thought he she was beautiful... A uh, girl out, and she says no, mm-hmm. and then makes it his mission for the rest of the episode to get her to go out with him. Okay. And I've, I'm hundred percent sure I've said this on this show before, but I, I find that very cringy. Okay. It's like, okay, she said no. Yeah. Um, what, like, you're gonna convince somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you have to convince somebody to go out with you. Yeah. Maybe that's not worth it. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, well, all right, well, I'm going to manipulate you into liking me right? so that you'll go out with me mm-hmm. because I find you attractive. Okay. And it's like, I, I don't understand. It's, it's I was sitting there thinking there probably were not any women in the writer's room on this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Seriously, because it's like, okay, this is just cringe to me. So I had said that to a friend of mine. And, and he women said, don't um, want to be uh, chased after? No, it's creepy. Okay. Like, then you're just the creepy guy. All right. Right? So, I had said that, and he said, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a try anyway. And I said, go ahead. You know, mm-hmm. Give it a try. I got, I, I said I watched the first episode. I watched the second episode, which was more of the same. Yep. Him trying to get her to like him. Mm-hmm. And even going so far as to lie and say that, you know, hey, I speak fluent French. I'll run a French study group. So you have that whole wackiness of yeah. like, oh, he doesn't understand. Right. He doesn't really know French. Right. Voulez vous. Yeah, this is wacky. Uh, He's lying to try to get her attention. See, just the way you're describing it, I don't want to see, because it seems like it's every lazy, cheap sitcom yes, trope yes, yes. boiled down to this show. Yes. And it's just, I was just like, oh, God. And I, I was made... There a, was there a laugh track? No, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I may have made it through the second episode. I don't think I watched the third. I just, mm-hmm. I said, I can't, right. I can't keep, I, you know what? I think I did watch the third and I just said, I, I can't do this anymore. Okay. You know, I'm not going through a season of him trying to, you know, figure, figure out how to get this girl mm-hmm. that doesn't really want him. And then all of a sudden, you know, because this is how television works, she'll turn around and be like, you know what? I do like you. Especially in Just the because he's mind manipulated her. Right. For 12 episodes. Yeah. Right? So, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, a friend of mine was, this friend was telling me, and he went and started watching the show, and then reported back to me and said, you know what? Everything you said was right. Yeah. He goes, I am going to keep watching it. All right. But he said, I I did notice that it was really kind of cringy. Mm-hmm. And he did really chase after her. And it's, is, it is kind of creepy. Yeah. And I said, that's because, like, it happens so much in TV. Mm-hmm. You know, one character doesn't like the other. And then, yeah. you know, come sweeps week, woo, will they, won't they? Uh-huh. You have that dynamic. And it's like, oh, God. I said you're you're just conditioned to seeing it so much yeah. that it's like oh there we go again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, you know, I I know it's an NBC show, and I say this because I don't know why oh, you I've, hate NBC for some reason. Well, yeah. Um, well, I find their shows stale. What show? Any show on NBC? Yeah, a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they all kind of look the same. I don't know why. I'm desperately trying to pull one out of the air, and I I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, they're all all right. I've never seen Thirty Rock. I've never seen. I've never seen Thirty Rock either, and yeah. people uh, people rave about it. Yeah. Uh, I I just you know what I feel like it's one of those things like I'll sit and watch it, and it will be like, this is not worth the hype it was given. Right. You know, I mean yeah. that's that was the thing with Community. I sat and I was like, okay, people say this is the most brilliant show. Yep. Let me sit and watch it. Yeah. I'll try. And it's like, oh my god! And I don't know. Maybe it's just my taste. It's mm-hmm. it's got to be my taste as a person. Yeah. But I was like, this isn't funny. I'm not laughing. Yeah. I mean, it, it generally helps if you're a comedy show and you make me laugh in the first 15 minutes. Right. Uh, that's kind of if if you can win me over that way. Yeah. Uh, I will say like, there are shows that have done that where they, I've I've been taken in right away. Um. What was it? Uh, Kim's Convenience. Right. And the first, I don't know, three or four minutes, I was laughing at that guy. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a CBC show. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's my taste. Yeah. I just don't go American television anymore. Yeah. Well, to me, NBC seems like a yuppie channel. I know that's probably an outdated term now. Is it? Yeah. But, I mean, going back to, uh, all right, I've made no uh, bones about my love for how broadcasting used to be. Mm-hmm. So in 1989 and 1990, there was a show on NBC called FM, and it took place in the wacky world of public radio. Mm-hmm. You know, so instantly right there, you're already like, you know, super targeting a specific demographic, you know? Well, yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. It, it's, I, I think you can have a balance. If you have... Like I would, I would it's, write a yeah, show. Yeah, but it's not blue collar comedy. That no, no, show. no, 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 yeah. no. But, but, but I mean, I would have a show set at a radio station. Okay. I knew, I do know WKRP's already been. Yeah, does exist. to me that's the platinum standard. Right, but here's the thing: yeah. is you can have that. You can have a little bit of inside stuff on radio. Right. You know, you can do a little inside baseball, but mm-hmm. as long as your characters are engaging, yes, people will watch, and it doesn't yeah. matter if it takes place at a radio station mm-hmm. or. Uh, a UPS facility or yeah. something. It's right. like you have to have the strength of the character to right. drive your story. Well, let's get more into the characters. It starred <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Ted. Uh, the character's name was Ted Casas. Uh, Robert Hayes was the lead. Okay. And Patricia Richardson was in it. And also oh, James geez. Avery, who went on the next year to play Uncle Phil. Okay. Well, yeah. he was also the voice of Shredder. I, which I didn't know Turtles. until recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So, FM, according to Wikipedia, has a double meaning, which I never picked up on because I was 10 when it was out. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Not only was it about the band, you know, the broadcast band, but female-male relationships. Because the whole thing was uh-huh. Ted Costas uh, was divorced from 
uh, Patricia Richardson's character. They mm -hmm. had a 16-year-old daughter named Maud, who I still remember this from the initial airing 30 years ago, complaining about her name because it wasn't something like Tiffany and Robert Hayes saying something like, you know, in like 50 years, they're going to have all these grandmothers out there named Tiffany. Mm -hmm. And which has sadly come to pass. Um, and, you know, a few of the other, you know, uh, oh, there's another uh, woman in there who Ted now likes uh, named Gretchen. So it's this whole, you know, the first part These is this some whole very love weird dynamic. names. Yeah. Well, probably because they, uh, less chance of uh, you hitting on somebody's real name and getting sued for it. I see. You know, so it's the, like, it's it's set at a radio station, but it doesn't really involve it too much, except for the it's peripheral just characters. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are a couple of peripheral characters, and it is a workplace mm -hmm. comedy, but you know, it's it's just kind of to advance the plot. It's not. Well, that sounds a lot like well, not a lot, yeah. but it does sound similar to news radio. Yeah. Because it it's... it does take place at a radio station, but right. the radio station really is. It could be anything, yeah. 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 Like, it, it just looks like a typical office, really. Right. Whereas WKRP was very much about rock and roll radio. It was, but... I mean, there were still the characters who were also dynamic, so it wasn't... There wasn't really mm -hmm. any background on WKRP. You know, you mm -hmm. had the characters amongst, you know, who were engaging themselves, and then you had the whole radio business, which was another, um, mm -hmm. like, A story. So it's yes. like having two A sides instead of an A and a B. Right. Well, the they kind of infuse that right away because the one of the main characters is coming in to, uh, you know, revamp this radio station. Right. And actually try to make some money. So that's your B story is how do we make this business that's not profitable profitable. Right. And t changing format, which was his big idea mm -hmm. uh will have like ultimate consequences because there are people who are not used to that kind of music right you have an owner who you know isn't gonna want that mm -hmm. they're gonna want something else right but ultimately people want to make money so yeah so they'll go along with it until right. the last episode um which i won't reveal too much of that spoiler <laughs> but okay. i don't know it, you know, FM was, I mean, as a kid, and I knew I wanted to get into the industry, I watched it, mm -hmm. but I don't I don't think I really understood it. And okay. it was kind of, you know, the people who listen to public radio, their tastes are going to be different than, say, the people who watch, I don't know, uh, King of Queens. I hate that show. <laughs> okay. Did you do that on purpose? No, I was just trying to think of... <laughs> All right, well, what is a more blue-collar show, you know? I, I, I mean, that's, you're, you're pretty apt. I mean, King of Queens, I guess, I would be blue-collar. Yeah, and even that, I feel, is, like, kind of dated now. But I don't know enough about what's on TV now to, you know, I don't know if, if I you don't know what's, have you know what's funny attention is, span. I know. What's funny, to me at least, is that um, I have a, a friend from high school and mm -hmm. we've reconnected on Facebook and we text all the time. And one of the things that we talk about is, uh, what we're both watching and we like, a several of the same kind of shows. But mm -hmm. what's interesting is we, <laughs> between the two of us, there's not one network show that we watch. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's all like streaming stuff. Yeah. Or it's stuff that you know we've we, we've discovered via streaming, like right. um, Sherlock. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I didn't find that until it was on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if I I know I've mentioned Kim's Convenience to her. I don't know if she checked it out, but and she um, and we'll we'll trade like she she does like a lot of the British comedies. So we will go back and forth on stuff like that. She keeps telling me to check out the IT crowd, okay. which I might do. I think there was a um, an American version of that, but if, <laughs> if I'm gonna check out something, which probably aired on NBC. Yeah, and I'm, it's a, I think it was Comedy Central actually. Oh, okay. But here's the thing: is like if I'm gonna check out something, I'd rather check out the original because yes, like the original Office. You know what I picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I picture when things like that happen, and every time I hear. Oh, this has been commissioned to be made in America. I just read something about that. Yeah, uh, there's some British show 
that's going to be made into an American show, and I said, oh, they're going to ruin it. Yes, um, uh, it was the one we started watching recently about the Pirate FM station. I think they're, they were... Oh, really? Yeah. People do nothing? People just do nothing? Yeah, apparently there they're was... They're going to make that into an American Apparently show? they tried already. Yeah. Because I saw something show up on YouTube uh, Saturday night oh, about... Uh, somebody mentioned something about... I think they actually had footage of the pilot. Oh, wow. And there's just something about... Uh, we can't remake British shows that well. It's mm-hmm. very few and far between when they actually show up well. <clears throat> His, all right. they, they don't translate. I, they, they don't translate. And I will give you my, this is just strictly my opinion, okay? Because I think that when you try to cater things to an American audience, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's pace, yeah. okay? And American audience shows tend to be laugh, 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 laugh. Yep. Um, and I've, I've recently been listen, listening to, uh, because I got the audiobook of one, a couple of the executive producers of The Simpsons. Right. It's called Springfield Confidential, and it's, it's a pretty decent book. And when they do their scripts, there is a timing feature that they do mm-hmm. where they need to insert a laugh. Like every 42 seconds or something? Something along that line. Yeah. Right? I think I actually read it some of the, a little bit more than that. It's like a minute six yeah, or something. Yeah, well, and then there's so many that they have to get in and stuff yeah. like that. And I think when it comes to the British shows, I think they're a little more patient with the joke setup. Right. You know? And I think those tend to be the better things. I think... For me personally, I would rather have a long setup and a big payoff yep. with a big laugh than 12 chuckles. Right. You know, I yeah. think, I think, and as far as storyline and writing, I think that that pace is better. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree. Now, it seems like here in New England, our mm-hmm. sense of humor is more like the British uh, <laughs> sense of humor. Whereas a lot of American television, if not all of it, is produced mm-hmm. in California where they have just a different mindset. I mean, we're talking about a place that's 3,000 miles away, and they try to make everything like they are. You know, what, well, you know there used to be this thing, we'll play in Peoria. <laughs> that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's my thing is my, my niece, uh, poor Nikki. My niece is very, very obsessed with The Office. Right. And The Golden and, Girls. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. specifically The Office. Um, she was she was actually, uh, and I don't know how well she would appreciate me saying so, but she was very depressed yeah. on New Year's Eve. Really? Because that, was, um, that meant that The Office was no longer going to be streaming. Oh. You had to uh, sign up for the Peacock app. Okay. In order to watch it, that's the NBC. Yeah, app. but doesn't she have the DVDs? She has no way to watch the DVDs. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> so she was depressed, and then watched the final episode, mm-hmm. and tried to time it so the episode ended at midnight, okay. which I think just depressed her more. Right. So, uh, she when she Jay had texted her like Happy New Year, and she was like, ah, I'm crying. I mean, she was crying because she couldn't watch The Office anymore. Okay, all right. She was very upset. Uh, But, you know, it's something that she enjoys. And uh, I know there are sometimes you have, like, a show and you can just put on any episode. Mm -hmm. And it'll just, like, you you can just sit and enjoy it and shut your mind off for a little while. Yeah, for me, that's WKRP. Okay. And so... Anyway, she, I mean, she's been trying to get me for years to watch The Office. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying, like, I would like to try it. I have a distinct feeling I'm not going to like it. Right. But I would rather watch the British version. Yes. And I know that Ricky Gervais, who did the British version, was involved with the American version. Mm-hmm. Um. That doesn't mean that it's going to be good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you have to wonder about, you know, American interference, you know, executive interference. Exactly. Excuse me. Exactly. Which was the premise of another show, Episodes. 
Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. And when I was reading something about, that, you know, this show has been commissioned to be an American show, and my initial thought was, oh, God, it's going to get ruined. Yeah. I was thinking about the episodes. Yep. The, the Matt LeBlanc show. Yes. Which I thought was a great show. It was. And I don't think we've watched the last season of it. Though. I don't. Yeah, I think we're missing the last two seasons. Uh, right. But it is on Netflix. Okay. So, so at some point, I'm going to go back and and catch what catch what I missed. But yep. I mean, it's it's totally it's pretty apt mm-hmm. when you have that yeah. the executive involvement and how they you know well you know we gotta dumb it down or, yeah. or do this or take this out you well, have to change that to, and, and we have to stretch it out from six episodes to 22 right, right. and then it just it becomes a completely different beast uh, there was i know you don't like the show but red dwarf <laughs> they uh tried to make an american version of it at least twice in 1992 and it was the I'm same laughing story because it's like make an american version of that show Right. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I know you enjoy it. I but... do. A lot. But the first season, which is, I think, the first couple of seasons, you know, it was like they were getting their footing. And once you get to it the third season. It shouldn't take you three seasons. Yeah, but these are British shows, so it's like 12 episodes. You, uh. If you look at it from an American standpoint, that's half a season. Mm. You know? You can start to get your foot. Actually, we have American shows which take a couple of years, it seems, to get up to speed. I don't know that I'm that patient. Uh, well. It's just it's, my thing. Now, they made a, uh, they made an American version of another British show. I, I think Jim Parsons is the executive producer on that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Call Me Cat, which is uh, the remake of Miranda. Yeah. So. I'm I'm not hearing good stuff about it. Okay, I haven't yeah. seen it yet because well, it just came out like I think a week or two ago. Yeah, something like that. January third was the first uh, episode yeah. of it, and apparently then they moved it to Thursday night. So Fox apparently believes enough of it to move it to Thursday. To Interesting. Put up a, well, it's it's either that or that's night to uh, put it so it bombs to kill it off. It's one <laughs> or the other. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, you remember, again, I keep going back to NBC, but NBC was dominant on Thursday nights oh, forever. Yes. yes. You know, it was must-see TV. So mm-hmm. the other networks would do one of two things. They would either put their strongest shows up to try to steal away NBC's audience, mm-hmm. or they would put shows they're trying to burn off and kill off up Oof. against, you know, on Thursday night. So mm. uh, I know that Fox had The Simpsons on Thursday nights uh, for a while. Because that was their strongest show. They wanted it to compete with NBC. Right. And then they moved it back to Sunday night at 8, which is where it's been since. And where it started. With uh, Married with Children. Yes. I heard a rumor they were going to bring that back. Yeah, I've heard a couple. Yeah, Yeah, but I've heard that on and off for a couple years now. Mm. I don't know. With all the... The rebooting stuff that ha- that has happened, yeah. I really wouldn't put it past them. Right. Although I will think married with grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do think Ed O'Neill has found a new. I think he has a completely new generation who don't even know associate him, him as right. with Al Bundy. Right. He's uh, with a Modern Family. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is a show I've never seen. Nor have I. Yeah. I don't have any inkling to. You know, what's funny is. Uh, when I heard that they were doing their last episode, I went, oh, I thought it was off the air already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good for them, I guess. Yeah. Well, I've had a few shows like that. Of like, I guess they've run for years and years and years. It's like, oh, that's still on the air? Mm-hmm. There was a show which I uh, um, uh, called Supernatural. Which oh, was yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was on like the CW or one of the yeah, lesser networks. Yeah, it was on networks. CW, yeah. yeah. Is that what they are now? or Because I have to remember, right? They were UPN and WB and that merged. Okay. Yeah, CW. Remember. Yeah. And that was on for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And yet it totally stayed, I don't want to say under the radar, but it was like, it was... I think it was one of those shows that had a, a very devout fan base. Yeah. And it, I, I don't think it, it went much beyond that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, it's a cult thing to these people. Right. And and, that's and no one it. else, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a low level buzz. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like one of those USA shows. Okay, 
Remember the USA Network? They yeah. have like Psych and. Uh, oh, uh, I thought you were Burn gonna... Notice. Right. It's like Burn Notice has been on twenty years. Nobody, yeah. nobody. I don't know anybody who's ever seen it. Right, and yet it's. <laughs> or Jag. I... Remember right. Jag? <laughs> that might still be on. I don't know. It might. Yeah. And I wouldn't know. No. Because <laughs> it's not something I look out for. Right. It's right. like, oh, it's there. Okay, it's filler. You yeah. Know, it's, it's wallpaper. I thought you were gonna say something like. Uh, Back in the 80s and early 90s, they had uh, USA Network had on show. Like, there was one with Don Adams. It was done in Canada. And I guess it took place in Canada, but it starred Don Adams. I think it was called Check It Out. He played the... Weird. Yeah, like the manager of a supermarket. So it was another workplace comedy, yeah. Okay. And he had, like, the second season, he had this, like, uh, he had this pencil-thin mustache. Yeah, the only way I knew about it was, again, YouTube, and somebody put out the uh, intro to the show. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I think that'll uh, uh, be enough for nostalgia. For this <laughs> um, I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, checking us out here on Lunch Chat. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just uh, look for Lunch Chat Show. You can also email us. It's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. That's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Jay Rogers. I'm Terry. You have a great week, Cranberry Country.